Check, check. I have a surprise for you. I forgot to tell you. What is it? You ready? Yeah. You like Star Wars, right? You look really, really good. They're like Star Wars things. They're the clones, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I stole them from a, from a, like, a, you remember, like, when, when The Force Awakens came out? Like, the, yeah. They were having, like, a, like, they, they were giving this for the 3D thing. For the 3 You took them? That's so fun. And they're so cool. And I took that little thing out because it's they're just. They're very cool. fun. Yeah. Okay, well, Giselle, I want to finally welcome you to the Artist Dogs. For those of you who don't know Giselle, she is one of the most special friends I got that life brought to me because of, you know, destiny, I guess. And, and I met her in L.A. She's a very, 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 very talented woman. Uh, please give it up for her. Yeah. And I want to let her introduce herself. I just tell us, Giselle, you know, what's your name uh, and what do you love? What do you, what are you, yeah, just a little bit, you know. You know. Well, thank you for that introduction. Um, <laughs> my name, I am Giselle Durand. My pronouns are she, her. Um, and I ultimately am a theatrical director. Um, I love to do other things too. I, in college, I took classes in like everything that I could because um, I just like to have like an all around knowledge and as a director, it helps yeah. know all of that stuff. Um, but overall, I consider myself like a creative person. And um, as the bio that I spent hours writing says, I am a theatrical Swiss army knife. So- Wait a minute, you spent hours writing a, a, a bio for what? For like, well, I was in this, I was in this program thing and they wanted, they, they were like writing an article about all the participants. And so I had to have a bio. Oh, you know, you said you were a Swiss army knife. Can you say that again? A theatrical Swiss army knife. <laughs> okay. Elaborate. I want to hear that. Like... It's like, I don't just do one thing, you know, I like uh -huh. to do, I can, I have lots of different tools under my belt and I can you know do lighting do set do sound do stage management do directing do acting all that stuff because I've taken like at least intro classes in each of those things so I'm not an expert at all but I can like dip my toe in a little bit everything yeah and it's interesting I don't know if this is a thing that's happening right now or I don't know it's just certain people have this but I've been hearing this like more and more over like people are understanding that they're not just meant to do one thing. Yeah. Like, like I've been hearing a lot of people. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I do this. I do that. I do it. And it's almost like, I don't know if there's a correlation with what's happening with like schools and all the mm -hmm. information we're acquiring. We're like kind of developing more of our skill set for creativity. And like, we're starting. Yeah. To be, yeah. Right. Like there's. Yeah. I think we're kind of recognizing that word like more than one dimensional human beings yeah. and like just the concept of capitalism and the execution of the society that we're in has forced everyone to try and like follow one thing and like this is how you contribute mm. to society this is like what you do 
but I think like in a very strange and backwards way that COVID has like forced us to spend time with ourselves and made us realize that we are like full people who like to do different things and we're not meant to just do one thing we're not meant to be a cog in the machine yeah and like like all the there's so many numbers saying that record numbers of people quit their jobs during the pandemic because they realize that they're not enjoying it like that's not what they're not machines yeah yeah so i think it's kind of cool yeah yeah no absolutely and it's also i mean this connects to everything that is going on I've been reading uh, some things and I'm almost yeah. to see what you think, but um, there is something really exciting, like boiling, boiling underneath the surface right now where mm-hmm. like, there's a lot of course technologies, new technologies that are being developed Yeah, and we just were coming out of this, well, not coming out, but we're like in the midst of this gray area of the pandemic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it feels like there's a, the comeuppance of a new renaissance. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's crazy because that only happens like every, I don't know, I guess 600 years or I don't know how. Yeah. Well, I've also like seen some infographics and that's not to say that I'm like nearly educated enough right, to be right, right, right. on the topic, but right. like I've seen some stuff comparing like the fall of Rome and the French Revolution to very similar statistics of where we are economically and socially right now. <laughs> and also like um I think it was the fall of Greece. Like they, I don't know. I it, it was some country, but it was like after 250 years, like a, an empire starts to become very unstable. And that's like where we are right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there's also this thing of like, um, we're almost in the dark ages where like, uh, related to what we were just saying just a minute ago, like, like all these people like are realizing their potential there's like this yeah. need for like ah i want to create create, create. Uh-huh. that's in the air like that's not only like yeah. on one place that's that's happening all around and there are two techno i read this i heard this on a podcast of, um actually nick dart you know nick dart oh yeah yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Showed it he, he showed it to me um i'm i'm gonna paraphrase it and make it super simple uh-huh. but there were two technologies that were invented by the Medici family or like around that time in the dark ages before like the boom of the Renaissance. Mm-hmm. And we are experiencing two new technologies that are very similar context wise, like, um, like everything that's happening with it, it's called, they call it the web three or like, you know, the, the whole blockchain NFT, all this technology that it's kind of coming into the world. Yeah. It's also related with this whole evolution and like decentralizing you know essentially um it's not gonna be like through there's not gonna be any like intermediate how do you say intermediate between us like if we're like there's gonna be more of a like a direct one-on-one like if i'm selling you an art a piece of art for example Mm -hmm. i don't need to go to the bank and be like okay can i get it and do all this oh yeah and then be like, okay, now you can have my, no, no, it's more like, uh, there's this very smart technology that already accounts. Yeah. For it's it. like a direct channel. Yeah. And that it's not only for selling or buying, it's also like, I guess, communication. It's interesting. Yeah. I, I'm still like novice in the theme. So that's why I don't want to like talk without knowing, but yeah. it's more or less around that. Um, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. 
it's like the the people getting closer together and not needing like the overarching powers as much yeah i mean in like think about education right now like mm. it's almost like we're learning like you and i we graduated not, not too long ago right right and it's almost like the communities that we're forming right now it's also the communities that are keeping our like i don't know information going or like we're learning things from each other mm-hmm. and, like being our own ed- educators together i guess i don't know yeah it's more like community-based less uh like oh i go to someone who's an expert and tells me i don't know mm-hmm. yeah. yeah anyhow i that's <laughs> a little <laughs> a huge derail um <laughs> i did want to ask um so previous to your conversation you 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 were saying that um you've been feeling sort of this uh, thing where your creativity I think it happens to a lot of artists yeah. but like you call it frustration in a way yeah um yeah creatively frustrated <laughs> yeah. for sure do you know how you got there like or it just happened um this is the whole thing that swirls in my head because I place like 90% of the blame on COVID. <laughs> mm. And I'm like, <clears throat> the like, I want to work at a theater company and I want to like work on seasons and direct shows and learn from people. And it is very difficult to do that when everything is shutting down and then getting revamped and then shutting down right. every two weeks, it feels like. Yeah. And so in order to spare myself the heartbreak of being involved in something that just immediately falls to pieces, I've decided to take, like, take some time and just kind of figure out, because I moved to a new city right after I graduated college, like, I decided to make all of these life changes at once, and it's overwhelming and a lot to adjust to, but, like, Chicago, right? I'm in Chicago, yeah, I moved to Chicago with, like, some of my best friends that I've known for, like, 10 years, which is amazing, and it's really good to have that support system here, but, um, But because of that, like, I don't have nearly as many connections as I did in LA. And so finding my way around the theatrical community here, especially in such a, like, a low point, I would say, Mm. is really hard. (laughs) And it's really impossible. And so I kind of, when I moved here, I applied for theater jobs for, like, a month and a half. But no one is really looking for, like, an entry-level director right now. Because the few shows that are getting put up are being given to, like, more experienced directors and like internships and apprenticeships are on hold because like you're just another person in the room which is a covid risk and it's i do like want to all say of... big parentheses though this is not to say you're just any director i i do want to emphasize yourself <laughs> freaking fantastic director like i'm not saying it because i'm i'm, I'm your friend I, <laughs> I like it is it is part of who you like your natural talents you know what i mean yeah I I love it and thank you for that that means a lot um but I don't have the experience to back that up like professionally and so I don't really get interviews even where I can like tell them why I'd be good for things um yeah and so all of that to say is that it feels very difficult to engage in an artistic community that is foreign to me in a time where like 75% of things are shut down from what they normally would be. And so when I moved here after giving it a, like a month and a half go, and then realizing that I didn't have the funds to keep just like applying for theater jobs, 
grace and I said you know what things are fucked right now (laughs) and I am going to do what I can which is do like work in an indie bookstore which has been really fine yeah exactly like but like I said it's been making me feel so creatively frustrated because I love theater and I love creating and I love working with people and I'm not doing that right isn't it crazy (laughs) like even even like yeah, I'm gonna just look something that looks fun, uh, try it. But if it's not what you love, it's still like unfulfilling, right? Oh, completely. And it's like, yeah, I'm paying my rent, but like I'm working a just above minimum wage job to do it. And like it's customer service ultimately. Like yeah. it's fucking retail. December sucked. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, no. But the cool thing is, and I was telling you about this when we talked the other day, is that I've been reading so much because of it, because I like we get um, working in a bookstore, publishers send you all of these up and coming books. So we get books that are coming out in like months what? because they want us to read them beforehand and then like want to order more to sell them. That's insane. Yeah. And so I've been getting all of these like unpublished advanced reader copies is what they're called ARCs. And like, so I've been reading so much because we just get all these free books. And in a way, like that totally contributes to the artistic process because you need to take in so much of your surroundings and just like learning more about the world and being educated helps you create in whatever vein you're looking to create. You're like literally filling up your well. Yeah, filling up the well. And it just, I think it's it's building and building because the well of knowledge and like the well of everything that I'm doing like doesn't have anywhere to like leak to like the stones are packed too tight don't have any like anything to do and so I I've been looking lately a lot for more ways to express my creativity and that's kind of like come out in writing and collaging but it's not the same it's not the same as working with an actor (laughs) no I I do want to hear more about well well to yeah I want to hear about what it what it is at the core of that you love about directing and working with actors because it is such a like intimate relationship yeah it's i love (laughs) i just love the guidance process of it because like what you're supposed to do as a director and what i do as a director is know the show back to front before i start working with the actors And that's like knowing the show and that's knowing like maybe half the characters because also one of my favorite things is like letting an actor find the character and not just like giving them something to do. I love the collaborative process of it and like finding out, you know, what part of their body a character leads with, you know, why did they deliver that line that way? What is their relationship with this other person? And I love putting those pieces together and making it a collaborative effort. And yeah, because it is, it is, it is a, it's a, sorry to interrupt. I, no, you're good. But it's such a mutual, it's yeah. such a mutual project. It's not like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I think uh, like a lot of people get the idea when they see a movie specifically. I know it's more prevalent in theater, but like, oh, they think that the theater did it, the, the director did everything. Right. Or, or it was just well, the and actors. I've, and I've worked with some directors that are just like, okay, I want you to do this and deliver it this way and do this. And that just bugs me so much. It just doesn't work. It's like actors aren't just doing this for a job either like they really like this so 
like I take in all the facts and I know like the characters backgrounds and like what is shown in the script but I let the actors choose what to do with that and I make sure that they have all that background information in order for them to make the most educated choices about why their characters like that like oh maybe my character has a drinking problem like how does that all connect and then we find how they exist in the universe of the play together and yeah. I love that and I just love seeing something from the beginning and watching all of the elements build on each other until there's like a, a show <laughs> yeah it, it does it have to that's so interesting there needs to be something that is exposed right there's there's no not such thing as directing without a horizon yeah right right like there's always the underlying motive and vision behind it like creating mood boards for shows like I always create a mood board right and that's like the first thing that I show to my designers I'm like I'm gonna let you do what you will and like you know what like the script says needs to be there this is like the mood that I'm thinking of what do you think kind of thing right yeah no and and and, and is that what you mean <laughs> kind of yeah because it's also like um there's it doesn't make sense to direct something that is never going to be shown to people right yeah that's the other aspect of it it's like how will the audience react to this right yeah and like i was in this show or like it was it, it was like an experience i guess <laughs> i call it an experience because it was rehearsal 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 and then we were moving somewhere but um the show never approached if you know what i mean there was never like a date of the show mm. there's a moment where it's like you're not directing any any part to it feels like the yeah. ship is still anchored like the we're not going anywhere so there's no direction <laughs> there's yeah there, if there's no date that you're going up right and it's so interesting it's so interesting how like even yeah. it, it doesn't even have to be an acting but it's like knowing the north of something or knowing where like the piece is going to land mm -hmm. that vision having that vision and yeah. like having to follow through the vision it's what makes it fun too or like totally and like that not not to say like an expiration date but like a date of when something is going up is what makes it more special right because i've been thinking a lot and like ruminating on the concept of like the things being finite is what makes them special yeah. What do you mean by yeah. finite? I'm sorry. Like, you know, like infinite. Okay. Opposite of infinite. Okay. Like things have an end date. Got it. And if things were endless and, and infinite and there was, we wouldn't, like we would take them for granted. Absolutely. We would totally take them for granted. And so I think that that's the cool thing about theater too, is like, this is when we're opening. And so all of this has to be laid out on the table. Yeah. Like it all has to be there. Yeah. And we have to make it by that point because that's when it's happening. And like the same thing, um, like when we did our program in Bonn, it was like, oh, this is four months. We have to like get it all out there because we know it's going to be over. Right. Oh my yeah. God, you're tapping right now. You're like hitting such an important point that I've also noticed in how we let out creativity. Um, yeah. I read this recently on, I think it was a book or, or a quote. It said something like, if you give an artist um, uh, a piece of paper, a blank paper, just blank paper, mm -hmm. um, it is harder 
to create than if you give him a piece of paper with some lines already delined. So the idea that we need constrictions or we need mm -hmm. some kind of barriers that serve as a start starting point yeah. in order for creativity to actually flow or right. it's yeah. almost like it's born out of those constraints like you think about the most creative directors and the things that they've done oh they didn't have enough money or they didn't have all the cameras and they mm -hmm. invented this crazy thing or method or whatever it was yeah and did made it happen and it's like a masterpiece yeah yeah right but it's interesting though because then i'm like thinking you are kind of sort of experiencing that in a way because right now you're in a position where you have i mean i guess it's in a life I don't know if it applies, but it's like, you can really do what you love. Right. But that's making your creativity go like, ah. Well, yeah, that's the interesting part to compare is that like, I am facing a shit ton of restrictions right now and what I can feasibly do out of like what I love to do, but it's not the same as like doing it and being restricted. You know, like if I was working on a show and there was like a budget, then I'd have to find a way around it. But I'm not even like in the room of doing a show right now. It's like, I can't. So what am I, what, a, like my restrictions are that, <clears throat> excuse me, that I can't like do what I want to be doing. But again, it's like a blank piece of paper. So what do I do? Exactly. There's no, there's no lines on my paper. Like yeah. what I want to do, I can't do. So how do I yeah. exercise you know yeah right it is, it is such a hard uh, it's a hard situation and i think a lot of people find themselves uh, there um yeah. i've been thinking though like certain um about practices of i guess of how to move forward with certain things or like mm -hmm. feeling like in the states of shock because if like if you stop it's like if you just don't move at all i don't think i think it's worst right yeah and that's like, what I'm scared of a little bit. Right. It's a, it's almost like um, when you break up in a relationship and you are living in the same place, thinking of the same memories. I mean, if you're not moving or taking walks or like just just taking your head off, distracting it. I mean, it's really easy to just fall in a cycle of like depression or just yeah. not know what to do. But I want I want um yeah, I was thinking of like, what if we had like a week and in each day? we created a practice for each day. Ooh. So like the idea goes like today's Monday and it's like th little things like Monday. I'm not going to judge myself. I'm going to go through my whole day and oh, I spilled the drink. Okay. Um, uh, it's okay. It happens instead of going, Oh, you're such an idiot. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. it happened. Then Tuesday, um, today's a day that I want to do for giving and receiving love. So if you get compliments, accept them, but yeah. also be like complimenting people. Hey, I love, uh, I giving love or I don't know, like just expressing, hugging a dear one or something. Then like, I don't know, Wednesday you do, uh, you sit down and you write, uh, and then Sunday, for example, no phone, no TV. So like things like that. And I, I was just curious as, as if you had any idea or like, I don't know, other things that people can do. Cause you, since you are in it, like right now you're in like the eye of the hurricane. That would call yeah. It. yeah, I guess. <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know. There are things that you think 
that have helped you in some way at least to just keep moving and not like stay like in a kind of like constricted state well see that's the issue i feel like i've been stuck <laughs> like I've, I've had a hard time moving and so i really like this concept of like monday no judgment wednesday you write a little bit yeah, i really yeah. like that <laughs> it's a yeah. good idea because like i don't know if i'm the right person to give an answer on that because i have yeah. felt so stuck um but I've been like collaging is something that I can do. And that's really fun for me. Um, my also, like, yeah, I'm sorry, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. No, no, oh. I, was, I was just going to say that too, that there's nothing wrong with that too. And I, and I didn't want to make yeah. it sound like, like, I think it's okay to be stuck as well and not moving. Like I yeah. hope that I'm not saying like, come no, across as like, no, you have to move. Uh, no, 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 you're not. You're not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, Another thing that like my playwriting mentor told me about is that like, I told her that I was feeling really creatively frustrated. And of course she was like, well, are you writing? Because she's my playwriting mentor. And, and I was like, uh, no. <laughs> but she was like, I want you to write, just sit down and write anything for 23 minutes a day, just write straight. And I was like, why 23 minutes? And I realized that it's 23 minutes because she makes me think about why it's 23 minutes. <laughs> and like, oh. and so that number is totally stuck in my head. I'm like, oh, I should just write for 23 minutes. <laughs> It's just like the smallest little psychological things where it's like, oh, sure. <laughs> so I think that that's a fun, that's a fun little thing. Um, I think reading poetry is also like something yeah. cool that people can do because it's not the same commitment as like getting into a book. Like you can literally just open up a page and read something creative and beautiful and maybe you hate it, but that yeah. evokes a, a reaction anyway. Um, I think just spending time with people and laughing with them. Sometimes my roommates and I will like have a script and we'll just like read it. <laughs> no way. Like very rarely. That's so funny. Well, because we all met doing theater in high school. I see. So like, yeah. And um, yeah, like one of our, one someone that we knew from high school sent us a script that he had been working on. And he was like, uh, no, we haven't talked in a while, but do you guys want to do this? And we were like, uh sure <laughs> kind of thing so I think it's just like finding ways to engage in creativity despite not being able to engage in the way that you want to right. and it's never going to be satisfying but it's important anyways so that you don't lose hope like when I first moved here like there's so many nice people when I first moved here that were like that I knew from college that I knew from um, Minneapolis that were like oh I have this friend you should meet up with them so I met up with like so many people when I first moved here for coffee and stuff that work in the theater industry oh. which was great but like none of their companies are hiring and they're like unemployed and they're having a hard time too so it's not like it led anywhere but I got to know these people and they got to tell me things about like their experience and this one woman um like it just stays in my head so much because she was like yeah everyone here everyone that works in like theater industry here like needs a day job so make sure you get a day job but be really careful because I've seen a lot of people not come back what and that terrifies me oh that's scary that's that's not even worth thinking about it but it's so scary like it's it's like am i am i gonna come back like i'm working at a bookstore full time and i and i don't know what i can do creatively until like things are back to normal which they never fucking will be but i'll tell you this though i'll tell you this and this is sort of like i mean it gives me hope every time i think about it it's like yes you're in a day job right now and still your heart craves what you love. That's very like, true. Yeah. Like as long as you always keep that little spark inside of like, I'm not doing it, but I want to do it. I'm, yeah. 
Listen, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm eating Cheerios right now, but I don't want to be eating Cheerios my whole life. It's still there. I know eventually I'll learn how to cook eggs. And I'll find them. <laughs> Even if I have to walk to a farm, <laughs> I'll find them. I have to raise the chicken myself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and that's that's how I feel for you too. Also like we also have to understand. I mean, we got to give ourselves leeway. We we're just beginning our I don't know, a new kind of transition in our life. And I think a lot of people don't acknowledge that transitions take time. Ugh. I know, right? <laughs> it's, like, it's like what? You've only been there like what? Five months. Yeah. Not even not even a year. But I have to I have to I have to get on it right away. I have to be the no, one. Of course. But like no. a friend, <laughs> a friend. That's what my brain tells me. It's like you need to be different. You're the you need to be the one that like does things right away and is really impressive. I'm like right. bonk, shut up. <laughs> I think that's our ego playing games with us sometimes. It's like, do you know that a lot of people after Orson Welles, you know Orson Welles, right? He wrote yeah. Citizen Kane. Yeah, he did that when he was 25 years old. A lot of filmmakers, a lot of people are like, I have to do something before I'm 30. I have to do something before I'm 25 so I can be as great as them. And they... Well, because for... So oh, I'm sorry. Go. Yeah. Please. Ah, for some reason, we equate like doing things young as being more impressive. And we want to be impressive. And I don't know why. Well, I know why, because it feeds our ego and it like makes us feel good about ourselves. But it's, it's literally like, ego, though. Like, think about I it. Know. It's like, it makes us feel what you know what I mean? Like, I've, I've thought about it and, I, and it's, this is not to say that I don't feel the same way. Yes, I've held the same way. But I'm also like, you know, wake up. Like, who, who what, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, right? Like, shut, you're well, and that's that's also a fine line. It's like, shut up. Why do you think that you're special versus you know, like not shooting yourself down all the time. It's like finding that healthy balance. Absolutely. And I don't think it's, and I don't mean not telling yourself. Yeah, exactly. Like you are special. You're here. Like the fact that you're breathing and leaving and like you're here, like, yeah. you know, the probabilities of that are almost impossible for you to be here and you're here. So you're meant to be here and you're going to bring something really cool. And you mm -hmm. already have the intention. Like people already come with this, like desires in them. Like, and there's a re I think there's a reason for those desires too. Like not everyone wants to be a theater director and and yeah. work with people like you do. You know what I mean? You yeah. want that, and and because you want it, I think it's gonna happen. Same thing. Like not everyone wants to do an, a conversation about creativity right now, for example. But I wanted to, so I'm doing it. You know what I mean? So it's all these little things, right? Um, yeah. But I, to give ourselves leeway too, it's like. If you're a creator, if you're an artist or you're a creative person, you're like, there's no range of age. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. Like you can be 80 years old and you're still painting. Yeah. How many people don't paint when they're like 90 years old or like do whatever the fuck they do? I mean, I'm not saying only painting, but you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like, why put all this pressure on our shoulders and carry it with us? Well, we're young and active and we need to run, you know, we need to be in movement. We don't need, yeah. we don't need this baggage right now. I don't need this pressure. I actually need to flow. Yeah. Mm. Gotten, yeah. You inspired me to, um, a little went on a rant, but, uh, I loved it. <laughs> I loved it so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. Switching up a little bit of things. I am curious. Mm. How do you, how do you read so fast? I, I, I <laughs> 
Like, how do you do it? <laughs> I don't, I, like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I think it, well, I was like a big reader when I was a kid. So like, I read a ton when I was younger. And then when reading started being required for school, I stopped really reading, which is fascinating and something to unpack. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. It really depends on the book. Like, like the reason that I was reading so fast, like the past week or so is because I was reading like 350 page rom-coms. Like I was in such a rom-com phase and those are so easy to digest. Like there's no, it's not fantasy. So there's no world that you need to get used to. Like it takes place in our world and like the world follows the same rules that our world follows. So I don't need to like readjust to anything. It's like normal people, humans, like that's what it is. And it's just like, so easy because it's like oh these people hate each other but suddenly they're stuck on a vacation together I wonder what's gonna happen like you know how it's gonna end too which makes it a lot easier to keep going or in some in some senses I think with like romance that's that's the way things go is like you know how it's gonna end and so you can keep going because no matter how rough it gets in the middle like you know that it's gonna have a happy ending usually so do I have to read like romances or love related things no what do you mean have to no like because i don't know is there like something about well i guess you you read something that you like huh yeah yeah you read something that you like and i like i usually read like fantasy and sci-fi and stuff and so that's why that was the example is Mm -hmm. but like i really just needed a break and needed something light and fluffy and so like that's why i've been reading romances because like they're predictable and it feels (laughs) okay because i've been stuck in a rut i feel like there's nothing that i can do (laughs) i'm gonna go off on a tangent hang on my brain is rewiring because i want to um i can't see anything concrete that i've been creating right Mm -hmm. like there's no show that's going up there's nothing i'm reading but like that's not something concrete that i am making i have thought about ordering like an algebra workbook (laughs) what Yes, because it feels like everything is so out of control. It feels like everything is so out of control. I can't find the answers to anything. Everything feels just so up in the air. I was like, you know what? I just need to solve some math problems. That's incredible. (laughs) Because then at least like I will have solved something and I will have a correct answer. I will have something correct. Oh my God, you should do that. Please. Just like goes to show how stuck how right. stuck we feel it's like i would right. i would do fucking algebra to have an answer in front of me <laughs> it is really pleasing when you like solve it and it's i like, know it's I, so like, I, need feel, I need to feel like i've solved something yeah <laughs> oh that's great anyways i love that <laughs> i love that idea it's so brilliant um i love your mock too it's really cool Thank you. My cousin actually got it for me when I was a bridesmaid in her wedding. Oh, sweet. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, <laughs> I trust you, Giselle. I just know that this period of your life is going to mark such an important part of your journey. And I just can't wait to see what you come up with in the next few years. Cause it's just it, it I'm, I'm it's like a building block i know it's like a fucking annoying building block but i can just see that it's just gonna breed something really beautiful it's churning right now it's churning yeah you'll come thank you um, no of course um 
Yeah, and on a lighter note, um, you said you wanted to share some uh, some journals of yours. Yeah. Okay. So, well, for the listeners, Alan and I did not like each other when we first met. <laughs> Holy shit! You have to tell that story. freshman year of LMU I was a st assistant stage managing a play and Alan was on the run crew and I was just like in charge of him because there was so many technical elements and so many deck cues and Alan was the fucking most annoying person I'd ever met <laughs> and he took his job so seriously which I think is so charming now <laughs> but looking back I literally wanted to throttle him and he had nightmares about me <laughs> I did. I literally, yeah. <laughs> it was so stressing to be under your shadow. I'm like, so sorry. and here's the thing, like, <laughs> I, 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 for the listeners too, like, run, I'm, I'm doing crew, so it's basically like you're working behind the scenes. That's not like what a creator wants to do. I don't right. like it. Same with you, like you. I don't know unless you love what you were doing. I, I don't know. I really, I really enjoyed that job. Okay, <laughs> is it because you got to whip us? and okay. <laughs> you no it's it's because i mean like going back going way back to like the concept of feeling special like i was doing a very big job for a freshman right, and right. i was very good at it and so it was like like i feel good <laughs> it wasn't because i was like in charge of people <laughs> okay okay well yeah um so yeah she was on top of her shit and she scared the shit out of me and i had nightmares but then how did the table. But anyways, all this to say that we went to Bonn, Germany together after that horrific experience of disliking each other. And it started out and I was like, oh shit, like this dude's on the trip. Like, fuck that. He's gonna, he's gonna take his run crew way too seriously and try to be a character and an actor again. And I grew so in love with you like and that's how we became friends like we just realized that when we work together instead of against each other like yeah. beautiful things happen and yeah. just I grew to love you so much and I feel like we both grew as people there yeah. and um so there's a whole new generation of children running around in Bonn Germany right now and so that's had me thinking about Bonn a lot and like yeah just like missing who we were. And so I thought that I would share like one of my most prized possessions, which is the journal that I kept when I was in Bonn. Wow. Yeah. And like, also just like traveling around Europe because it like- It looks I so legendary. It looks like- Oh, it's, it's huge. It's yeah. huge because like I taped everything in there and I wrote about everything. Like I have all the theater exercises we did. I have like all my emotions. I do postcards. Like this is just a bunch of tickets, like a page of tickets. Let me pin you. Let me, let me see. Whoa. <laughs> like, this is just a page of tickets that I did. Like, there's there's just, like, you know, like, every time I would go somewhere new, it would be, like, that kind of thing. But I also have, like, this is our last day of the program where I got everyone to sign the journal. And, yeah, like, this, these were the petals on the opening night flowers that I got um, from, like, Neno and Marcus and Skaska. And that's the postcard that Marcus gave me and it's just like I go back to this journal a lot wow. because it's just Wait, really like, incredible not, like 
that your journal looks like a work of art like my journal is so sad compared to yours oh stop it's not about comparing no i know i know but i love how like much love and care you put into can you show me that the signature one like oh yeah let me find it but also i want to show you this one that's the glove it's the glove and and i wrote like the lyrics to the song shut up yeah um shit, just... that was alan and i scene together everyone we yeah had, we had a scene together like a 10 minute scene together with ilse and um oh my god what was his name um uh moritz 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 yeah moritz. when he was and i'm so jealous of you because you already got to see it right have you not seen it yet nope i can show it to you i have it please yeah we can watch it yes yeah, we can watch it. Yeah, yes, I've been dying to see it. I haven't been able to see it. Um, yeah. Okay, so the, these are the last day signatures. Oh. Wow. You have everyone there? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so beautiful. I think everyone except Neno. Oh, look at Rai. Rai is also there. Oh. That's so cute. Gavin. Yeah. Neno didn't sign it? I don't think he was in the room. Mm, I don't think I, I like passed it. it. I passed it around. Oh yeah, I don't think I signed it. Uh oh. You didn't? I don't think you like me. I'm sorry. That's so sad. That's so sad. I'll, I'll sign it later. Yeah, you better. Yeah. Um, can I show you a picture? Because you made me think. Yeah. Let me think of this, and I and, I and then I gotta show you. Okay. 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 Yeah. Um, for those of you. Uh, who don't know, Giselle was my Valentine on that trip. <gasps> I forgot! Yes! <gasps> and guess who has a picture? I do. Oh Look my at this God. cutiness. Look at this cutiness. Oh my God. Look at us. Look at this. That's so cute. <laughs> I think we did it both ways. I don't know why. And Oh, and we had that. That was, that was later. That was another thing. Okay. Uh. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. That, so I feel is... like that's when things started turning around for us. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. What a change, right? Yeah. Huge yeah. change. I love that. Love that yeah. for us. Me too. Um. Let's see. Where? Where's my? Oh well, this is like forming, flowing, flying, radiating stuff, and this is the. I was sitting there in pugs, and suddenly it pugs. Anyways. Um, what I wanted to show and what I think could be um, like the thumbnail if you wanted was this collage that I made <gasps> of our poster. Wow. Yeah. Or just anything. I thought it was fun. I love that. Yes, absolutely. But Please. there's... Yeah. yeah. I, I just like I... I fucking... I just really am proud of this journal because like... Like, I just kept tickets and everything. No, Dubrovnik. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I want to, like, go through that journal with you. I, just I have to... a scan. I can send it to you. Well, yeah. no, there's a lot of personal no, stuff. No, well, yeah. Like, <laughs> only only the movement stuff for the stuff yeah, that right. you can share. I don't want to hear your feelings like that. No, yeah, no. you better not. That's very intimate. I, very... Yeah. Well, it's just like, I don't know. Like, this, Wow. like, the trip really marked... First of all, I, I chose it to share because, like, it was our turning point of, like, being best friends forever and you can't get rid of me. 
Um, um, and second of all, because I feel like it awakened a lot in me creatively and like, yeah, I think back to that when I feel so stuck in a rut, I'm like, I'm going to feel like that again someday. Yeah. And I'm going to feel as good as I did there and as sure of myself as I did there. Amen. And you know, it's crazy too, because uh, that you're mentioning this, I don't know if I also told you, but it's, it, there's been this weird thing in the air too, where like, I've been just coming back to that experience. Yeah right yeah and it's like there are certain experiences in your life that they mark you but there's also like i feel like it's repeating itself in a in a different lens like i feel like there are things that i'm living today mm -hmm. that are that i'm putting lessons that i learned in that trip to practice yeah. very specifically yeah. from that trip like very little things about that right that didn't hit until like now right right yeah. I, and this I, was like what three years ago basically yeah, three whole years ago that's insane yeah yeah that's insane that's crazy <sighs> well my love thank you so much for your time you. for your love for your charming charisma too um this has been lovely i feel like i took away a lot i hope listeners did too um and i just want to wish you the best of success on this upcoming months for real you too thank you